Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Bachelor Season 26, Episodes 8 and 9. That is Women Tell All, Chris, and also fantasy suites now i am dying to talk about that but i think we'll probably just touch first on the women tell all episode because there was quite a lot going on there i think in the last episode i speculated that steve from jerry springer might turn up uh steve would have had his hands full (laughs) in this episode so i mean what do you reckon to that women tell all episode well it was brilliant again because Kicked off quite rightly. We got a little bit of Cassidy. We got, I think it was Sarah, was it? The one who basically, oh, Claire, she binned off him straight away. Claire it was. And she went, he's boring. See you later. So we had a couple <laughs> yeah. of like baddies. And then it was, it, it descended into everyone going at Sinead. I mean, Sierra absolutely nailed and was like, let's talk now, bitch. You know, you're talking on cam- off camera behind the screen. <laughs> let's go. I think she was taking her earrings out and everything, shoes were coming off. She was ready to brawl with her. But I've got to say, Dave, and I know you're going to talk about this, but I did feel as if, like, they over-egged it and it almost verged on. I sort of felt sorry for Sinead, in a way, because every single person, I'm not saying she didn't deserve it because she was fucking horrid and there was people crying and applauding when she actually got booted off the show. But for a show that prides itself on being good and blah, 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 they love to fucking stir the shit. And I know that's the producers, but they also don't seem to know when enough's enough. Sinead's horrible. She's an absolute... Uh, you know, dick dastardly baddie. You know, she's the ultimate bad girl for the show. She made the show in some respects because she was just horrible. She was a horrid, horrid person. But when's when you when is enough? Do you understand what I mean? Like, I, I just felt so uncomfortable towards the end of that episode. I was like, oh, here we go. Everyone's going at Sinead. And I didn't think I'd be like that. I thought I was going to be like, yeah, go and get her. But by the end of it, I was like, we've seen this now for nearly an hour. What more can you say to her, I just thought it was pretty boring in parts mm. when they were just going at Sinead. What gives you the impression impression that this show is all about being kind to people <laughs> uh, um, out of interest? Where, where's that come from? Where, why do you I, think that? I just think it's supposed, you know, we live in a world where it's about doing the right thing. People have been pulled up on this show for bad behavior. And whether it be bullying or, or gaslighting or what, and I know we're going to talk about in the next episode, but they're supposed to be a moral compass. Or I, I feel that they should be a moral compass. And I just, I don't know. It, it For me, I just feel they could do better in some respect. It, look, it's good oh, I TV. agree with that. Yeah, they absolutely good. could do better, but they are, see you next Tuesdays, Chris. They are yeah. bastards, the lot of them. They don't give a fuck about these contestants they just want to create a bit of drama and you know i i just think 
I, I don't know where I've picked up about them being kind or anything or learning the lessons from the previous seasons where they've been called out. I, I just think they are bastards. And, and that's kind of just the way it is right now. With Sinead, I kind of agree with you. I think there was a point where it's like enough's enough. I mean, Sinead, you've almost got to admire her, haven't you? Oh, oh, there's no almost about it. She has got the skin of a fucking rhino, Chris. She is the, the meme of the dog sat at a table having a coffee while everything is up in flames behind the dog. I, I just think how she just, you know, withstood that amount of abuse coming from all directions and like you say she kind of she invited some of that but it's a nonsense fucking show at the start and people are up there and you know ganging up on her massively she basically had no one in her corner you thought Cassidy might be in her corner but you know even she wasn't so I I do think it went too far and I think you know they they um uh, could have put a stop to it way before. But tell you what, Chris, got her on the sofa, you know, got her on the couch, didn't it? You know, so she could have her say and whatever. And the people are still going at her. That fucking Genevieve, she's up, you know, po- with her fucking pointy fingers. <laughs> at one point, she's raising her hand like she's back at school. Uh, it's just fucking hell, Chris. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I tell you what, just while I'm on my high horse for a second, and I, I haven't even fucking started yet, but um, yeah, not to strike up the past, Chris, but you did have a little pop at Caitlin. <laughs> That's a bit of an understatement, but fucking hell, Jesse Palmer, what a fucking <laughs> plank of wood he is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking useless. <laughs> I don't know why he was there, really. You know, everything's going off, and then then he just has his little bits where he's reading off the teleprompter. I just thought he was he was rubbish, to be honest. Yeah, and, and you know what? They've reminded me of a supply teacher at school. You know, when they used to come in, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, it's a fucking free period now. Let's fucking throw things at each other and fucking <laughs> draw all over the fucking chalkboard and just dick around." And when he's asking what stuff you do, and he's like, "No, it's a fucking free lesson. This we all just have a chat." You know, they, nobody's got respect for him. I agree with him. I mean. He's purposely gone into that episode looking more like fucking Clayton than Clayton tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this episode was unbelievable. And we even got a, an old school video. Clayton showed him the VT and he is Clayton. Clayton is him. Exactly the same. You know, they, they played on this, like calling that girl the wrong name and everything. But he is useless. He's fucking useless. useless. I don't know if I should be saying bring back Caitlin, but... I think she offers more than than Jesse. He is absolutely terrible. You're right. He's sort of like, right, ladies, lady, can you? And then I'm going, fuck you, you bitch. Fuck <laughs> you. And he's going, hello, hello. We're doing a show and they're all like giving it every. I mean, one thing we'll say with Sinead, and I never thought I'd, I'd so not side of it, laugh, is the fact that she's calling all of them fake. All of the yeah. girls fake. She has got some fucking you're cojones fake. on it. You, you're fake. You're fake. <laughs> Point, I'm doing the pointy finger. She's yeah, like, me too. fuck you. You're fake. You're fake. And then everyone is having a go at her. You know what I mean? Every one of them. I mean, 
Genevieve Dave, some of the nasty stuff she was saying about a, a body, though, you don't say that. She's like, your, no, your ass is terrible, and you're wearing it. a diaper. And, and you're right. I mean, Genevieve's there with a hand up in the air, point, hello, can I speak? And I'm like, fuck <laughs> me. Like, what is, I mean, Sierra just does not like her, and she went for her completely. And I do think a lot of it was justified. It just got fucking tedious because we had the Cassidy stuff was brilliant as initially as well. And it's like, you were seeing that guy and she's like, well, I'm not going to fucking get rid of him if I'm onto a good thing. I don't know whether I'm going to go any further. What? Why do I need to tell him? And if I did get there, I'd kick him to the curb anyway. And it's sort of like Cassidy's basically telling you and telling every single contestant what their DNA, what they're going to do on this show is. They're going to keep their options open until they get that fucking OK Magazine deal. They get that, you're my love, I want to marry her, and there's a load of money to be made. And then they're going to be like, I am so committed to Clayton. So she's sort of going behind the curtain and calling them all out, a la like the fucking room shakedown, the famous room shakedown where that guy had his full plan. <laughs> That's all these are doing. Every single one of them is there for that reason. And and it was good, Dave. It was a great episode, I've got to say. It really was. And But the more I hear Clayton speak, fuck me, Dave, he is a dick. I don't like <laughs> let's, him. Let's come to Clayton in a minute. I think sticking on Cassidy that you've mentioned there, I think... I think she did pretty well to defend herself because she called out the bullshit of the show. What are the girls so wound up about? Right? She the premise of this show is fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Basically, get a bunch of girls in a harem. The guy can do fucking anything. He can fill his boots. We'll discuss that one. We'll put a pin in that one for later, Chris. Um But the girls cannot even entertain having a a relationship on the outside or, you know, having a fuck buddy lined up. Did appreciate how Cassidy said she's not going to give up the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Fair play to her. And, And it's like, well, she's come into this venture with, you know, the the idea that, okay something could happen here. It's not like she's engaged to this guy on the outside. They're fuck buddies. So what crime has she committed? And talk about fucking double standards if you look at The Bachelor later. So I I thought she did really well. And I think Bachelor in Paradise, I would suspect, is going to have Sinead on. And I tell you what, Chris, we might not cover it. I'll be fucking watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it might have Cassidy as well. I I, I just think she did enough there to, like, you know, she had enough airtime, gave an explanation um, that was absolutely plausible. But it's like the other girls are are worshipping this nonsense premise of the show. It's like we should all come in here, all 30 of us, and we should have eyes for no one else but Clayton. We should basically be nuns until we are discarded. And then we should go out and, and reintegrate back into society. It's just, it's all just fucking nonsense, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, it can't, Dave. It's what makes this show so great. Yep. <laughs> it does. <laughs> You're so right. I'm not going to disagree. And I think, like, you look at, they get Sarah on then, don't they? And Sarah, yeah. you know, Miss Tears, she can turn them on like a tap. You know, she said that Clayton was crying. The other is like, no, he fucking oh, wasn't. Fucking, fucking crying, Gate. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, 
what are you trying to gain? You're not on the show. You're out. They're all trying to gain a little bit of integrity, aren't they? Because they're all bullshitting. They're all fucking blagging what they're doing. They're all thinking of Bats in Paradise or whatever other franchise is going to come next for them. I didn't buy any of them fucking crocodile tears, Dave. I must admit. I thought it was nonsense. But I do think, like, you know, Genevieve, Hunter, there's a few of them that they were going at her. And I'm like, but you're all off. I did love some of them going at each other. I love the finger pointing. They're fucking <laughs> bitching. It's brilliant, Dave. It really is because it's just like, some of them are just like, well, I've got nothing to lose now. I'm out. I might as well just go for it. And I, f- I found it. It's one of them things where you sort of don't want to watch it and you feel dirty, but you've got to watch it and watch every single minute of it. Cause something could happen at any time. Someone could just blow up and it's stupid TV and it's all fake drama, but I am fucking here for it, Dave. This was one of the better episodes for me. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. Like I say, it is totally going back to the 90s with Jerry Springer at his peak. <laughs> it was just, it wasn't quite chairs flying about, but uh, verbal barbs definitely being thrown. What I found interesting when Sarah was on the, the couch, that, that Kate and Genevieve, sort of, they said that basically Mara fell on her sword and when we were watching the episode, I, I think we felt that the way it was cut and everything, it, it just looked like Mara had a bee in her bonnet, you know, and, and was being painted as the villain. Whereas it sounds like she genuinely was speaking for the rest of the group when Sarah was being a bit, you know, uh, a bit off with everyone. And I did like when they replayed back the whole thing about, you know, the fake tears and, and she's <laughs> she's crying and there's not a fucking it's bone dry kind of thing i i i didn't even remember it being quite so obvious uh at the time but yeah i, I did appreciate that but she just still wouldn't let it go would she right up until the end until clayton was actually there and she was like well i didn't say you know we cried together as such you know or whatever it was she said but up to that point she's like convinced oh yeah we cried together um oh, just utter nonsense I, 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 but again you know she'll probably be a fucking bachelor in paradise as well getting a 15 minutes of fame so you know that's that's the goal isn't it yeah that is the goal and we got dm gate dave as well with teddy and one oh, of uh, yeah. Clayton's brothers, which, you know, you've actually done a bit of digging and come across some things on uh, Twitter. And he, th- there's a denial on both sides, Dave. So somebody's fucking lying. Well, you know, of all the fucks that I give about all the things in the world, <laughs> there isn't a single one left for whether Clayton's fucking brother emailed uh, Teddy, you know, or DM Teddy. She'd mentioned that. And then Clayton, in his fucking wisdom, has decided to tweet out, you know, uh, his brother, you know, denies actually, or is it brother or brothers? Can't even remember now. Denies DMing Teddy. So release the DMs kind of thing. And I'm like, you've got various people interpreting it both ways. That one, that he's calling out Teddy, and two, that he's calling out his brothers. But... I was just like, mate, just fucking drop it. I mean, she probably doesn't want that fucking... If she really wanted it, she'd have done it. You know what I mean? It's like, it just seemed to be an unnecessary thing for him to call out. Chris, we discussed in the last 
episode, you know, who do we think is the next Bachelorette? The way Teddy was on that sofa and talking about how she's going to find love and everything, remembering she is a virgin. I'm thinking of those greasy palmed fucking producers in the background thinking, oh my God, we can have a fucking virgin bachelorette and it will be TV gold. I'm convinced the next bachelorette is Teddy. Yes. And these people online saying, don't do it. She's too young. But I think you're right, Dave. I think there's an emotional investment from the audience, from us, the audience as well, because she did get shafted. So I think she's a really, really pretty girl. And I think that's something. Fucking, you know what, Dave? You're right. The fucking producers. Let's just think about this. The poor girls openly admitting she's a virgin. Fuck me. They would love, it's probably a bad choice of words, but they would, they would love for her to, you know, to get a virginity gone on the show, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. my yeah, of God. of course they would. Oh, they absolutely You know fuckers. what? I feel dirty even saying that, but yeah. fuck me, that is awful. And that's exactly what these fuckers are going to do. Let's be honest. Oh, no. That's I, I think so. It's just, uh, it's you terrible. know, it, it's grim. But yeah. um, I, I hope, I hope she doesn't do it. You know, she's got a choice about this thing as well, but... Uh, I, 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 just the way she got her moment there and talking about finding love and what have you. And, you know, I, I just felt it was, it was going that way. But what about Dave? The best bit of the episode for me is when the girls went at fucking blockhead Clayton. I fucking oh, loved it. Yeah. I <laughs> loved it. They laid into him about Shanae and, and his judgment and everything. And and, and he, he, he's so fucking cheesy and predictable. He's like, thanks very much for keeping me accountable. You're a Dick, mate, an absolute he's got, dick. He's got his little library of catchphrases, hasn't he? And yes. Things that he should say. I, you know, I'm glad you hold me accountable. We fucking told you. We all literally came and told you that Shanae was a nightmare and should go. And you chose to ignore us all because you wanted to fucking shagger. So, you know, that is what it comes down to. And he, he just, getting called out, he doesn't deal with well, does he? And there were a few girls who, who said, you know, they kind of know what's coming, which made less sense to me at the time of watching and more sense to me after the fantasy suites. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just thought that was that was brilliant. I love that grilling. But, I mean, we'll get up more onto this. Is this guy fucking deluded or what? I mean, I, actually, the, the very last comment I'll have, Chris, on, I thought it was a bit weird for, was it Kira? Who basically said, you know, I, I don't... I don't care what you've done or whatever. Basically, come back to my place. <laughs> Something like, <laughs> words to that effect was properly laying it out there. I thought that was a bit random, but that—that that was the only uh, kind of other thing. Oh no, wait, the, uh, Serene was on the couch as well, wasn't she? And uh, saying that you know she hasn't put her walls back up, so you know she's not any worse off. Again, Bachelor in Paradise. I'm pretty sure for Serene. Anything else on the Women Tell All episode? No, nothing, Dave. But I do want to talk about the fucking fantasy suites, my friends. The oh next episode. God. So where do you want to go with this one? Well, 
right to the end because most of the episode was pretty dull to be fair yeah but i did appreciate you know iceland's a beautiful country isn't it yes not sure i'd want to live there visit there maybe but fucking hell susie in particular nearly got swept off you know wizard of oz style um but yeah i mean we started off with rachel didn't we and he had the date with her, and again, it's such a fantastic... The amount of money they spend, these these are like dream holidays, aren't they? And, you know, again, Clayton, he's fucking lapping it up, and it's so obvious, you know, and he's kind of having a good time with her. And, Chris, it's very clear at the end of it, you know, that, that they're going to fuck, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, he does the old, I'm falling in love. <laughs> but then we get a replay almost because then he has the date with gabby and he's doing it i'm falling in love it's like hang about mate you just fucking said that a minute ago uh to (laughs) rachel so yeah and then you're thinking you know the way gabby is responding to him as well you're like oh yeah this this because we've seen the previews haven't we like literally every episode up to now that oh yeah i was intimate with both of you it's like ah okay so it's rachel and gabby then that's that's it was obvious like what was going to happen at the end of that fantasy suite as well i mean I, I i feel like i'm racing through and like I say it was quite dull until we get to the end but i mean any any thoughts from you on those first two dates no, I think what you said before it, it absolutely hits with Clayton is he he has a vocabulary of about 15 keywords that he has to get in each episode. Vulnerable, journey, you know, uh, I want to... Opening up. Opening up. I want to fall in love. I feel I'm falling in love. I'm falling for her. You know, there's all these... These fucking keywords, that's the only thing you can come out with. And you're right, nothing happened in them relationships. I mean, obviously, the, with the first um, fantasy suite, he ended up saying, didn't he, to uh, Rachel that he loved her, and he shouted it, didn't he? He was like, I love you, and all this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't believe any fucking bit of that, mate. But anyway, you carry on walking. Gabby came in with bed hair, so they obviously had a good night. And Susie was there in the background, the one out of the three who's emotionally unstable through this whole thing. They're sort of like, is he going to sleep with mm. any of them? And I've got to say, Dave... I'm, I'm, hold well, on. Let's rein that back in a little bit. I don't think she's emotionally unstable. She's just a bit upset that this guy is nailing all of the other contestants. I don't think that's the same that's as probably not the emotionally right terminology. unstable. Okay, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that defeat. I mean, she was on the edge all the way through. Yeah, I think because yeah. all the cards were in, she did not want her man sleeping with two other women. And I've got to say, Dave, I don't advocate cheating at all. But if you were going to cheat, the way that good old hometown American footballer, Clayton, everyone loves him, spun it around and basically gaslit Susie was one, a fucking disgrace, and two, delusional, but it was also a masterstroke because she ended up fucking apologising. And I'm watching <laughs> it going, you utter, see you next Tuesday, Clayton. What an absolute fake, and we know he's fake anyway, but fake-ass person you are. That's the way he turned at the end was the real Clayton. And we said there must be more layers to him. And the layer he's shown in this episode was fucking horrible. What a horrible, yeah. horrible guy. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you on that. It's just, 
the thing is to try and look at it objectively right this show premise is fucking nonsense right and the way they talk as well i, I can't remember who said uh, i think it might have been rachel uh, oh you know i haven't gone this long you know with when i'm dating someone i haven't gone this long before without seeing them and it's like yeah but you're not really dating are you you just like you're in this harem uh, to be selected when chosen um so the whole show premise, the rules of the game are nonsense. You can't compare it to real life, I think. And so what Susie's kind of doing is she's, she's bringing real life into a nonsense game. So, so I can kind of get why Clayton basically thinks he can fill his fucking boots because that's what people who, you know, people have done that before. And you you kind of segment these these little experiences with the different girls, don't you? And you kind of you you don't cross over into those other experiences. You know, you don't. We never really see any of the girls say so. I mean, you know, how did your previous date go? You know, and it's uh, no real massive quizzing. But it's the way he reacted for me that was the most distasteful thing. And as you said, that was the real Clayton. And it's like, I, to be honest, even though Susie had been a bit, you know, upset at the idea that he was going to fuck the other two, when they were on the date, I thought it was going quite well. But literally, when she asked that question about whether he'd slept with other people, it was like a bunny in the headlights, wasn't it? You know, he just had no idea. My little book of vocabulary catchphrases does not handle this. <laughs> and so at first he's trying to say, yeah, yeah, I did, did sleep with someone singular, like one of the others. But when pressed, you know, it comes out that he slept with two. So he then starts to basically make the problem all about her and not expressing her expectation that he wouldn't go fucking the other two girls. Now, again, in real life, you say, well, obvious. But again, this it's the show, isn't it? So the show is fucking nonsense. So it's like, well, all right. You may have a tiny, tiny bit of a point there. But I just, I couldn't believe like he was going out to the producers, wasn't he? He was like, this is exactly what I'm I was afraid of. You know, we'd have someone who would come in here and she'd hold me accountable for fucking these other girls. What is all that about? <laughs> and he was absolutely making himself out to be the victim. When the fuck was Susie supposed to say, by the way, one of my red flags or or one of my uh, non-negotiables is fucking other people. Um, just want to let you know that because I don't know when you have that conversation on this show. Yeah. Like, again, yeah. It's, the problem is this show is so dripping with hypocrisy, isn't it? You know, how many times have we seen them have, you know, on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Oh, one of my, uh, you know, it's not red flags, is it? What is it? Non-negotiables. You know, one of my things that I absolutely despise and can't get past is cheating. Yes, yes, we agree on that. 
can you send the next one in? (laughs) 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 So Clay is probably, I can't remember him saying that explicitly, but it's not something you need to be fucking told. You know, you're expecting us, the audience, to believe that this is going to end up in marriage. You know, this is going to end up in an engagement. It shouldn't be that fucking hard to to think, well, yeah, she might have a bit of a problem with me, you know, just shagging everyone who who I get the opportunity to. So, and, and oh, I tell you what, Chris, I realize I've been on my soapbox for a little while, so I'll, I'll be quiet in a second, let you speak. But the thing I think more than anything that fucked me off, he literally was so angry. And he was like, because of my faith, I believe that everything happens for a reason. So basically, fuck off and I'll get over it. You know, me, my wounded little butt hurt self. Where? <laughs> You're not happy. <laughs> I open myself to be vulnerable to you. And you threw it back in my face because I chose to put my penis in two other people. I just think, you fucking prize knobsock clayton fucking egg fart you are a tit and so i don't know how he comes back from this chris because again uh, the fact of what he did and leading up to that you could kind of say well it's the premise of the show but you fucking gaslighting prick there is no excuse for how you behave there and you think that is fucking normal on any level to behave that way to the point where Susie is fucking crying her eyes out and you're sending her off in the van. It's like fucking her problem. She didn't tell me that fucking other people was a red flag. It's just Chris, I was fucking seething. I finished watching this last night, late last night. And I'm like, I don't know how I can hold on to this rage for so long. I need to speak to Chris right now. But fortunately, um, even just speaking about it now has just reminded me. I was fucking so pissed off at watching this, Chris. Yeah, I'm with you. I, honestly, I think it, it just took a real sinister turn. He, he wanted an excuse to send her home. He'd made his mind up. He'd filled his boots the, the the moral compass of this show, we always laugh about it, always say about like the amount of women that they snog and everything, and it's all about loyalty and all this shit. And he's like, Well, in real life, you wouldn't you wouldn't go out with your girlfriend in real life, and then but and if you were sort of uh foot buddies, even if you took them out, you wouldn't go, hang on, there's a couple of girls over. I'm gonna see see how, how I feel about them and just lay it on them as well and start snogging them or whatever. That's I mean, I'm sure there's clubs you can go to to do that day, but it's not the norm as such. So the premise of the show is just bullshit anyway. We know that. The swapping of saliva is part of the course. Everyone's got fucking cold sores and everything because everyone's kissing each other. He's a knob. What he did was a disgrace, and his reasoning behind sending her home was it was just gaslight. I mean, I've read... So I watched it actually on YouTube again before we recorded and the comments, Dave, there is not one comment from that scene that is in support of Clayton. Not one fucking comment. It's all, that was a disgrace. What a gaslighting prick. That's the best thing that could have happened to Susie because she never has to put up with that fucking guy. That's an absolute warning for the other two who are left. We know it's already been filmed, so the decision on whoever he picks is already made. But I think she gets off the best because she gets to walk away from him because that is not normal. We said there was something about Clayton missing and that is obviously it. I mean, unbelievable. He looks like the type of guy who would cheat on her in real life and blame her. 
and probably get away with it. It was it was so bad, Dave. I, I think that he it's going to take him a long time to come back from this for, for, for his image. I really do. I just think it's such a bad look for him. And also, if that's how he is, then fair fucks, that needs to be exposed. But what an absolute cock. Yeah, I, I'd like to say I saw the same kind of responses on Twitter, but I, I actually saw quite a few comments that were in support of him. It's like, yeah, Susie should have, you know, made her expectations clear. It's like, when? When would she fucking do that? It, she it, did that in hometowns when she doesn't even know she's going to be down to the final three. She she was summoned last. So she can only have that conversation with him then. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I think... She she knows the format of the show. In defense of him slightly, I do think what you're saying is right. Is the format of the show is they're going like I've just said, they're swapping saliva, the fantasy suites. It's up to them whether they take it further and they actually sleep with each other. She can't be that naive. She's watched the show before. That's going to happen. But there was no. It's the way he dealt with it was a disgrace for me. It was that it was the. I think she was yeah. a little naive to think that he isn't going to do that because at the end of the day, he's obviously a fuck boy, whatever he, you know, whatever bullshit he's trying to, this hometown hero bollocks he's trying to play, the American dream. He isn't. He's just out there and the stuff we'd read before about him, he basically is just a fucking fuck boy. But it's, she was naive, no problem with that. She can get called out for that slightly, but it was his, the way he dealt with her was just wrong for me. Just complete gaslighting bollocks. I just thought, wow, you have just, he just needed an excuse to boot her off. And he's like, I'm not talking about it. I'm going to walk you out. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't me. agree. I don't agree that he's looking for an excuse to boot her off. I don't think he was. I think he, he was saying he, he looked, he, he loved all three of them. Basically, he's fallen in love with all three of them. So he wanted to fucking nail her as well that night. <laughs> I didn't see it like that. I just fucking did. He wanted to nail her and he wasn't going to do it. And he was getting all fucking butthurt about it and getting angry at being called out for, you know, her basically saying, you know, it's not, it's not something I can get past is you having these physical relationships, literally, you know, whether it's the week before or whenever it is, that, that's, that's what he was annoyed about. I don't think he was looking to get rid of her. And I think the, the, the problem I have, it, again, is not, is not sleeping with the multiple women. I mean, that's, uh, that would make me amused <laughs> you know, watching yeah. this. But like you said, the problem I have is how he's dealt with it after and got really angry and making himself out to be the victim in all of this because, you know, the third woman that he's saying he's got feelings for has said, well, I can't get past the fact that you've shagged these other two women. He's all like, oh, because of my faith, you know, I can get past this. Fuck you, you prick. So, so that's, that's how I feel about it. No, look, I, I did see it completely differently, but I think the one thing we agree on is he was a complete cock the way he dealt with it. So <laughs> that 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 doesn't change at all. Um, that none of that changes. He was just a complete bell end. And how? And we've got a double bubble episode next week to finish off the season. We've got two days in a row, Dave. I don't know if you know that, but that's what we've got. Unfortunately, it's um, fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> fucking wee. just to take you into the weekend. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you what, though, I, I fucking the, the some of the previous seasons, and especially when they get to the end, 
they've been so dull, haven't they? And they've yeah. been a real slog. I, I it, it's come at the worst time because we're already playing catch up and, and we're almost there. But you know, throwing these bloody two episodes a week out is just at the wrong time for us. But um, so when it comes around, I'll be chomping at the bit again. Oh, and and brilliant. Honestly, I can't wait, Chris, because you said you know whichever one he chooses. I don't know if he comes back from this. Mm. He's got to admit to those girls about what's what's happened. Or he doesn't have to, but we've seen it in the fucking umpteen previews. So he does. I think they might both walk away, you know. That's a good prediction. That could be, depending on how the producers medal, Dave, you could be right there. Well, I think the bed is already made. And, you know, it's one of these things we know that in previous seasons, bachelors, bachelorettes, they've slept with multiple people. But, you know, I think if it's in that arena of just there's a bit of doubt, you know, did it happen? Did it not happen? You know, so so you could kind of at least make it to the engagement. <laughs> but then I think if you blatantly come out and just say it as it is, because it looks like he gets a bit of a roasting from his parents which might prompt him to say, I've got to come clean here, you know, about what's happened before we take the next step. Well, well let's think about biology then. He slept with two women. I hope to God he's worried as well as Dave, because if he picks one or the other and the other one ends up, you know, pregnant or something, <laughs> fuck me, that's going to be a hell of a story. I'm assuming the wellies were on. Yeah, so let's hope he did for everyone's sake. But uh, yeah. What an interesting week we go into because I'm really, really looking forward to the next episode. It might be a snooze fest and they might deal with it in the first few minutes and then we get all the lovey-dovey crap. But I think it's leading into a more interesting finale than I expected. Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, in terms of this franchise, I, I think as much as I've been passionate about you know lambasting some of Clayton's behaviour there, Fucking hell, I was I, I was engaged with this episode <laughs> and the women's <laughs> yes. hell. So, yeah. you know, and, and when it gets to this stage in the season, I, I, I rarely have been. So, you know, it has been a good season. And I'm so glad we persevered with it because we we were thinking, God, oh, we've done the last few seasons of Bachelor and Bachelorette, and it's it's dull, you know, and it's it's just a real slog. And you know, it comes around to Bachelor Day, and you're like fucking hell two hours of this you know whereas this season has been well it's the best one that we've covered yeah without a doubt i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed it mate and we're getting there we're slowly but surely catching we said this the last episode we did this maths but (laughs) we are on it guys we've been we're powering through and and we will uh get through maths as well and we've got love is blind episode three thing to come first so really really good stuff so everyone enjoy your weekend me and dave are gonna have a break from reality tv for about 20 minutes and then we're gonna start watching all over again uh (laughs) we will catch up but if you want to contact us as always on social media at cd reality cast if you want to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com and if you do want to support us a little bit more get onto patreon patreon.com forward slash cd reality cast and today's roll call of honor dave is Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys. 
everyone have a great weekend and uh, I cannot wait. Dave, I've got to say, just before we go, I've got another show up my sleeve that I've come across, but I'm not going to talk about it <laughs> until we've done all this. Okay, I won't inflict that on you because if you, all it takes is, you know I'm flaky as fuck and I'll just do anything, but you <laughs> have to be convinced that once you watch this show, I think you're going to be in. So we're not talking about it. I'm not discussing it, but I've got something in the back pocket, okay? It's not Temptation Island. It's a well, different well, one. Well, we have got that. I've got a different one, Dave. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, a different very good, one. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, yes, keep that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah. let's get through this way through these three seasons that we've got concurrently running and um yeah so thanks to everyone out there for listening appreciate hearing our soapbox rants and uh yeah we'll speak to you next time take care everyone bye